0: Welcome to Doing Big Things. I'm Brett McDermott, and every week we are going to explore the systems, mindset, and habits that are allowing people to take action on their dreams and be the hero of their own story. My hope is that you walk away from every episode with new tools and strategies that will help you to realize your full human potential and do big things in your own life. I appreciate you being here. Let's get started. All right, guys, this was a very cool episode. We were able to catch up with Ricky Carruth, who's an absolute behemoth of a real estate coach. First, he was an agent. He was making over a million dollars a year, just him and an assistant, and then he decided to take on coaching, and he has grown his coaching brands massively in the last few years. He's got over two hundred and fifty thousand Instagram followers. He's just a really impressive guy that we can all learn a lot from. We talk about how he taps into his why to continue taking daily massive action. We talk about what he thinks is the ideal schedule for any agent that wants to dominate their marketplace and a lot more. It's a short and sweet episode, but there's some key takeaways, and I hope you really enjoy it. Dude, let's jump. Let's jump right into it. Ricky Caruth, absolute rock star of a human being. What? in your estimation is the ideal daily schedule for an agent that wants to dominate their there market?
1: There we go. Uh, okay, um, that's a good question. I mean, it really kind of like it. that question is so subject to the agent, right? Like what stage of their career they're in? What are they, you know, what are their goals? What are they doing now? What's working for them? What's not working for them? Like they're so, it's so subjected to the agent, right? There's not like a blanket statement. I think this is where a lot of coaches go wrong. I think this is where a lot of brokerages go wrong. They just kind of say, here's what every agent needs to do, or here's a cookie cutter, you know, what to do, when it needs to be customized around the agent, right? Generally speaking, right, with that being said, sure. generally speaking, I believe that if you're making calls all morning and doing social media and, and – uh marketing all afternoon, you know, and just generally speaking, and, you know, kind of mold your own schedule around those activities, then you're going to be highly successful, you know, so whatever that means to you, lead gen in the morning, marketing in the afternoon. There
0: it is, simple as can be. And like you said, mold the lead gen around your personality, mold the marketing to your exact personality but I think that's a pretty good cut and dry system that most agents can utilize. So, you know, Ricky, I've known you for a long time, been following on Instagram for a long time. It's clear that, you know, work ethic is one of your superpowers for sure. But I got to know, do you ever wake up and feel a resistance to work a resistance to all the things that you know no. you should be doing that day? And if you ever feel that resistance, it looks like you don't, you never. No,
1: feel no, no. Super- I mean, you know, that would just be, I mean, a lot of people would just call that being lazy. Um, you know, you don't want to work. I, I, listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm empathetic. I'm, <laughs> I'm empathetic towards it because it takes people of all kinds to make the world go round. And so I understand people, people are different, but I've never felt the urge to not work.
0: Is there anything that you say to yourself self-talk wise or like a mantra on a daily basis to kind of keep yourself no, consistently taking action? No, not at all.
1: Not at all. I don't need any affirmations. I don't need anybody right. telling me what I need to be doing or if I, you know, that I need to work today. Not at all. No. If you, honestly, like it. If... I, I respect it.
0: And I think the reason, the reason you don't feel resistance to work is probably because you're so deeply connected to your why. So I, I gotta ask, what is your why right now? Why do you get up and take such massive
1: action every um day? well there's probably a couple of reasons, but um I think, I think there's a level of euphoria, right? Um I think it's uh I think it's like kind of almost like a, an artist, you know, like a, a work of art, uh, of art, that when you, when you, you know, when you're building a masterpiece, you know, like when you, like when Michelangelo, you know, painted the, the chapel, um, you know, it took more than a day, right, um, took a long time, you know, and every sure. day, he got up, and he he's working on this masterpiece, little by little, and, you know, after it was all said and done, after however long it took, you step back and you look at it and you say, wow, that this is that. And that's the moment of euphoria, right, that you've, that you've completed this massive project that took a really long time. It's the same thing with this. I feel like I'm painting a, a masterpiece that's going to take a decade to finish, doing little by little every day. And I'm gonna step back and see this masterpiece that I've that I've you know painted um and look back and it's gonna be a moment of euphoria. So every day I'm thinking about that masterpiece and how it's gonna turn out and how e you know, any moment that you aren't working at the most efficient level possible, you're kind of taken away from when that masterpiece is going to be completed, so there's a there, every day there's dopamine, there's euphoria um, within working hard. It, it's kind of like this. Like I know a lot of agents who don't make it or whatever, and uh, you know they'll they'll come in and get their license and they'll do everything but making calls for you know five months, and then finally I'm like sure. sit down you know, right here and call for sell by owners or whatever. And they'll call like 12 for sale by owners. And that day they'll tell me, oh my God, I actually feel like this is the first day I feel like a real estate agent. Right. I've actually talked to live prospects. Yeah. I got that feeling. I got the butterflies and I got to have conversations with real life prospects. Right. And it's kind of like, it, it's it's kind of the same thing. That feeling you get when you feel like you're doing you're actually doing something, and so you start to carve out what those activities are that you can do that actually make you feel like you're actually doing something incredibly productive. And then you just become sl- you, you become addicted to the feeling that you get when you've completed those highest producing tasks, right, and activities. And you just kind of become addicted to it, right? So making calls is one of those tasks. Creating great content is one of those tasks. You know, doing the weekly email consistently, working out at the gym, those those tasks that you know are really putting you ahead of people who aren't doing those tasks become extremely addictive, right?
0: Sure. I love that, man. That's really good. So spend your time on high leverage tasks and keep that masterpiece at the forefront of your mind. What are you looking to build 10 years from now? Remind yourself of that on a daily basis to keep yourself taking action. It's yeah. powerful stuff, yeah. Ricky. Yeah. On the prospecting front, we're really quick, circle prospecting uh, expireds or Fizbos. Where do you think agents can most effectively spend their time on the Why not be right now? Why
1: not do both? I mean, you could call expireds on Monday, call for sale by owners on Tuesday, circle prospect on Wednesday, call online leads on Thursday. You should be diversified within your lead gen activities. But right now, since the market is so so tight, um, I'm not a big for sale by owner fan. But I mean, I have I have agents who. Have like I got a guy that's got nine pending deals, and they're all they're right now currently, and they're all for sale by owners. And he has like another fourteen listed, all for sale by owners. Um, it, the market is so tight right now that you know, with for sale by owners, they've raised their hand saying, you know, I would sell or need to sell or might sell. Um, expired, right? They they were just sure. recently trying to sell. And, uh, I'm even going back to 2018, 19 and 20 on expires and calling those, but, um, I think that that, and then also absentee owners, people that don't live in the property you're calling about, second home, Airbnbs, investments, um, you know, long-term rentals, whatever. I think those are, uh, also, Um, a pretty good avenue right now because when those people sell, they're just taking profit off the table and don't have to move. You know, it's the people that have that. It's the primary homeowners that are tough to get to list right now. That's why new listings are at like all time lows right now as far as people listing their properties um, because they're sitting on such low interest rates. So second home, absentee, expired for sale by owners, that's kind of the low hanging fruit if there is even a such thing right now.
0: Love that. Ricky, back to you and all you're doing right now, because I think people can learn about a lot from how you operate. You're a guy who gets a tremendous amount done on a daily basis every day. How do you organize your tasks? Are you a to-do list guy or do you time block out your calendar to the second?
1: A little bit of both. So I wake up and I kind of schedule my day. So I kind of have my like key schedule moments like zoom calls or uh you know podcasts or coaching calls or whatever and then i've got my to-do and then i have my to-do list sure. for all the stuff that kind of needs to get done in between my zoom calls and stuff right so yeah it's just a day-to-day okay. you know what's on the schedule what all needs to get done and then i try to organize it in the morning for how i want my day to lay out to be the most productive.
0: Very cool, Ricky. And one more question before we wrap up. For someone who's out there listening right now, and maybe they're in a job they don't love, they're doing something that they're not passionate about. They feel kind of stuck. They've got a dream in their heart. They're not taking action on it. How do they get unstuck?
1: Quit. I mean, you're not stuck. That's the first problem is they're putting themselves in a box like they're stuck. They're not. If you're working a job and you get, your bills are paid, then you're not, in, you're not stuck. You're doing great. I mean, there's people out there who can't pay their bills. So let's think about what we have to be grateful for before we start thinking about where we're not. That's step one. Um, And then realize that, okay, if you're working a job and you have your real estate license and you're doing real estate part-time, you know, when you you do break through and you go real estate full-time, what's going to be the difference in your day-to-day when that happens, right now you get up every day, work your ass off, go home, go to bed, do it all over again. When you get full-time real estate, you're going to wake up, work your ass off, go home and do it all over again. It's the same thing. Your life's not going to change much at all, right? So, so I think the object is perspective to realize how you're not stuck and how long of a game this really is. I mean, it takes, sometimes it takes agents like three to five years to get going, to get to where they can do this full time. I've seen it over and over and over again. And people give up after like six to eight months. It's crazy. It's like you got into this to do it for 30 years. You know, this is a long game. I don't care how you slice it up. Um, I'm not trying to discourage people. I'm trying to encourage you by setting the right expectations so that you can just fight through however long it takes to get there. Anybody, anybody in the world, 100% of the population can be successful as a real estate agent, 100% of the population. So why do 90% of the people who get their license fail? Because they're just not patient enough. They're not willing to stick it out long enough. It's like even when it feels like it's not working, it is. Even if you make calls and let's say you call 100 people and you get one maybe and you do that, that it's like you know, and you're like, oh man, uh, you got a maybe. If you did that for every day, 250 working days a year, and you got 250 maybes, you're gonna close 10, 15, 20 of them. That's 10, 15, 20 deals that year off of just 100 maybes or 250 maybes. You're gonna get more than one maybe every hundred call, every hundred every hundred dials, right? That was just that hundred dials. But even if you just got those results for every call session for a year. For 250 working days, that's 250 maybes. That's going to turn into 10, 15, 20 deals this year. And Lord knows how much how much volume next year from the seeds you planted with those 250 maybes this year. Um, and this is just giving you just, just one little bitty example of many different ways that this scenario could play out. It's crazy how far people are ahead who think that they're uh, stuck. Right, it's crazy. It's nuts,
0: Ricky. That's powerful stuff, man. The maybes add up, and eventually they turn into yeses. That's great stuff, man, Ricky. Dude, thank you for carving out some time for being on this Instagram live version of the Doing Big Things podcast. I know you're going to go out there today and do big things. And All right, thank you, man. I'll see you soon. Be good. Later, brother.